With this week's Press Lunch and Audio, you're going to hear from Mike McIntyre first, then quarterback Steven Montez, followed by safety Afalabe Laguda. Yes, uh, our guys are uh, kind of tired of practicing and ready to play a game. Um, so we're excited about uh, Friday night um, in Denver. Um, so uh, it'll be here before we blink. So I'll take any questions at this time. No, you know, we watched I before I watched that game, I watched every single game last year. Um, and I as the as the year went on and on, um, you know, they, they started getting they kept getting better and better and better. Uh, you know, I throw out the Idaho game because they were playing on an ice skating rink, literally. I mean, the guys were falling down and slipping all over the place. Um, and so, uh, no, I wasn't surprised at, um, you know, at how well they played and um, how they, uh, you know, were running to the football and the, and the plays they made offensively. I, I knew they would be really excited and, I guess, sky high, you know, playing in the new stadium and everything there. So I, I was, uh, um, you know, what I saw on film is uh, what I've been seeing the last part of the last season. Mike, at this point, how many unknowns do you have about your football team? Or are you pretty confident you know how they're going to play on Friday? Uh, no, I'm confident in our football team. Um, but, you know, every, every game, those different situations, different things happen. Um, but I'm very confident in our football team uh, of going out there and uh, executing and, and, and playing as well as they can play. You know, we'll uh, – you know, our being our opening game, we'll have to knock, knock a little rust off at the beginning there. Um, and then also, you know, we got every year you have new guys playing. Every team does. Every team in America has new guys playing. Every team in America has a couple guys injured or here or move positions and all that type of stuff. So, you know, the guys that throw out there, we always say you got to star in your role so everybody else's dreams can come true. So they got to star in their role. And uh, um, I, I believe they will um, go out there and play well. Yep. Is there any extra excitement playing on Friday night in, in a pro stadium? Uh, uh, yeah, it's exciting playing on Friday night. Uh, there's not a lot of games on that night, um, so that makes it uh, special um, for our players. Playing um, in the Broncos stadium, the, the kids love playing in the pro stadium. and You know, it's a unique atmosphere. Everybody that's been there before, um, it's really a unique atmosphere in there. I think there'll be you know, – I think there was right almost 70,000 there that last year. I think there should be over 70,000 there this year. Um, so it would be loud and, and exciting. Mike, I'm wondering, I know that you're, you're a staff, your message to your team is always you respect your, your opponent, but you know, you're dealing with 18, 19-year-old kids, and they still remember 44 seven from a year ago. Does a score like CSU over Oregon State last week, is that, is that an eye-opener and kind of help you guys get that message across? I uh, No, our guys saw, they've been watching the film. They, they saw the plays they made last year at the end of the year, you know, over and over and over and over. Um, and, you know, because they watched, we watched our game and then they saw how they improved as the year went along. Um, and I think that, you know, that just kind of put a stamp on it. Hey, yeah, they're, you know, they're a good football team. They can make plays. They're, they're really um, powerful offensively, defensively. looks like to me they've improved there also. Um, so our guys understand how good, how good they are. And uh, in no shape or form will they um, take uh, CSU lightly, even if, even if we hadn't had that game, because uh, it's such a, a big game, such a good rivalry game. Um, a lot of intensity involved in it. Um, you always got to come ready to play. 
Mike, you guys were able to knock Nick Stevens off his spot a little bit last year. How has your pass rush looked so far in camp, and, and where do you think you can get some pressure on him this year? Yeah, uh, the thing that I've noticed about Nick is he's uh, making quicker decisions. Um, as the year went along. And I noticed that the other day. He's getting the ball out of his hand quicker. He's, he's knowing where he's going with the ball, uh, you know, a fraction of a bit quicker sometimes. And I, so that helps him and helps their offensive line. Um, yeah, we've definitely got to get him off the spot some. We've definitely got to uh, um, be able to get to him. Um, and if you don't get to the quarterback and he sits back there all day, um, any, most all of them have a good day. Um, so we've got to be able to do that. But he'll 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 make plays because he knows where he's going with the ball a little bit quicker. He, I've noticed he's uh, – it seems like to me he always checked a lot. It seems like he's checking a little bit more. Um, they're doing a little bit more what I call look. They look to the sidelines, get some calls, um, try to get themselves in the right play. Um, but the main thing I noticed in their offense, um, besides Nick being uh, – I think he's improved, is um, they're playing at a, at a higher tempo. Um, they're going a fast-paced offense more. Um, they did that on and off before. You know, they kind of pick and choose, but it looks like to me they're basically doing that almost all the time. Um, um, you know, I think they got up at the end there and they didn't do it as much, of course, because they're using the clock. But in the regular flow of a the game, they're, they're playing at a higher tempo. Mike Steven said he doesn't really feel like a new starter because of the experience he's had. Uh, but curious, do you feel as a head coach like you're going in with a, with a new starting quarterback and are you expecting him to kind of you know, make right. some of those decisions that you, you wouldn't have seen from a better um, yeah, I definitely feel like we're going in with a new starting quarterback because Sefo was our starter for so long. But I'm not going in with an inexperienced new starting quarterback. I think there's a difference there. And uh, I definitely believe that he um, is a lot farther along than he was this time last year. Um, I definitely know he's in better shape. I definitely know he, he feels more comfortable with the offense. And uh, so, as far as that goes, I, I feel really excited about um, seeing Stephen out there playing. Mike, is, is Michael Gallup one of the better receivers you're going to see all season long? Yeah, he is. He's an excellent receiver. Um, you know, last year they tried to get the ball to him quite a few times and just weren't as successful uh, as they have been as they got going later in the season. I think they've gotten a better timing with him and Nick and how they're utilizing him. Um, you know, he's a big athlete. I, I noticed him in our game last year. Um, and because uh, he was a newcomer and all that type of thing. And after he caught a couple balls, I said, whoo, that kid's good. I could just tell his athleticism and his speed and his size on the field. Uh, he's an excellent player, someone we're going to have to play. He'll make his catches some. We just got to keep him from being too explosive, and, and hopefully we can corral him a little bit. Hey, Coach, uh, when Seppel was in the charge of the huddle, it was more business-like, whereas Montez, I think, is more fun-loving. I mean, that's his words. Um, is a huddle going to be different this year? And how do you manage that huddle? Right. Um, well, we don't huddle much. <laughs> so <laughs> that whole world's changed. But I understand what you're trying to get to. Um, no, uh, you know, Cepho um, is really funny. Um, you know, he had his own sense of humor, too. Um, I think, uh, um, uh, you know, Stephen um, is a little bit more, uh, maybe a little more emotional, um, so to speak, but not out of control, just a little bit more jokester, maybe. Um, and... Uh, um, so I think that, you know, Stephen, the guys really respect him. They do a good job with him. I think they really respected Cepho, too. I think Stephen, having played pretty well, gives him some more um, uh, respect as far as they, they know he can do it. And so they have confidence in him. Coach, uh, one of the names that I haven't heard brought up a ton but is listed on top of the depth chart is Terrence Hasselbeck. 
Uh -huh. I was wondering, you know, kind of piggybacking off Neil, what you're seeing out of guys like Taryn and out of Derek and different Yeah, uh, you know, Taryn um, played well for us at different times last year and did some good things. Taryn's uh, um, doing really well. He'll play in some different packages for us, depending on what personnel is on the field for the opponent. Uh, and uh, he's had a, he has a, had a good fall camp. Um, and, you know, um, Terrence is, you know, fourth-year junior and, and, and doing well. Derek is back healthy, running around um, and playing really, really well. It's great to see him out there. And um, his work ethic and his leadership are something we desperately need, and he, he's providing that. Last thing, uh, name the kicker? Uh, no, I, I kind of said that yesterday. Um, I told you I would, but I haven't done one yet, so I, I guess I told you all a fib. I just haven't been able to make my mind up yet, so sorry. <laughs> You mentioned that everyone has new faces, and for your team, the inexperience is more on the defensive side of the ball. Uh huh. Versus Colorado State has a lot of returning people on the offense. Does, right. Does that concern you at all in week one that they're getting tested versus an experienced bunch? Uh, yeah, it, it does. I think uh, that we have guys out there that I know can make plays and do things. Um, you know, uh, but they've got to. You know, what happens when a guy makes a play on you? Are you going to come back and compete? That's what we talk about all the time. Or are you going to kind of push back and not fight as hard. So that's what I want to see out of those guys because they're going to make some plays on us. But when they make plays, how are we going to respond? Um, and with new guys that haven't played as much, we got quite a few guys that have played a lot, but we've got a few key positions where those guys are going to get tested and they're going to test them. And, um, you know, they'll make plays. And then when they get a play made on them, which everybody does, how are they going to respond? And that's what I'm interested to see. I think I know what's going to happen, but they got to go do it in the heat of the battle. Coach, the uh, kicker question aside, are you feeling confident the special teams will be improved this year and perhaps be a, more of a weapon for your team this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think our, definitely think our special teams will be improved um, for us. And, uh, um, you know, special teams is a really easy area to pick on. You know, it's a very easy area to pick on. And um, it always has been. Um, everywhere I've coached for 28 years, they've always picked on the, the special teams as an assistant coach, and they've always picked on the offensive line. That's just the two easiest areas to pick on. That's just traditional. Anybody in the stands can say it and do it. Um, but I definitely think that we'll make plays there. And the opponent will make plays on our special teams, too. they got good guys. Um, but hopefully we are able to make more plays on our special teams than our opponents do. Mike, just a, a few guys I want to ask you about. Uh, first one, Frank Lumo. You talk about his uh, status um, as far as yeah, um, yeah. you know, our, our team decided to choose discipline this year. That was what they put on their T-shirts. They did that. 100%. Um, um, Frank's a young man um, that um, you know, is going to be suspended, um, is suspended right now um, for not choosing discipline in an area, and that's where it stands. So you haven't set a game like I just said what I'm going to say. Thank yeah. you. And then uh, a couple of injured guys. Uh, the guys have been injured. Uh, Nick Fisher and Kyle Evans, what's their availability for this week? Um, you'll see Friday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so about Frank's suspension, how do you see the uh, defensive line rotation this week? Uh, well, we got quite a few guys up there that can play. Um, that's that's a good thing. We got quite a few guys that have, have played well and played a lot of plays for us, and got some newcomers that have played really well in the fall camp. Um, so we'll rotate about five guys in there, and um, depending on again the personnel they're in, what CSU is trying to do to us, because uh, they play multiple pers personnel groups, kind of like we do. And sometimes in certain games, they settle in on a certain group and certain they don't. So going into the game, I won't know exactly that rotation, but we'll have about five guys rotate through there that have played quite a bit.
there are a lot of intrastate rivalries with schools in different leagues. How does that change the nature of this rivalry? And how bitter is it in your mind? What's the state of the rivalry? Oh, like I, I um, said for a long time, it's the 365-day rivalry. Um, you know, I've got – I saw a guy the other night at a thing I had to speak at, and he walked up to me and showed me a picture of an outfit that he had to wear to work. Um, and uh, uh, he says, Coach, I don't want to have to wear this outfit again. I had to wear this in 2000 uh, – I think it was uh, 15 to work or 14 to work. Yeah, 2014 to work because we got beat. He said, I don't want to – so you have little things like that, little ribbings. Um, I even had one person that said they live – um, in Fort Collins, and um, every time that CSU beats CU, they get um, you know letters about going to a funeral, you know, from like bunches of friends. So I mean, it's just one of those type of things. It just um, reverberates throughout the throughout the state. I think so. You got little side things like that that happen all the time that I think it make it a you know a, more of a rival and um, and pretty. I think that's pretty cool, pretty fun. Fans excited about it, enjoy it. That's why. That's why there'll be 70,000 people there. They're excited about watching it happen, whatever happens. Mike, Phil earlier told us that uh, he felt last year the offense kind of had to lean on the defense at times during the season. He felt this year the offense was going to have to kind of take the lead role. Um, I think you mentioned something earlier in camp about uh, you guys might have to win a different way this year than you did mm -hmm. last year. Yeah, I, th I think every year you try to figure out as a head coach what's the best way your team can win. And, um, you know, you always want to extenuate your – you want to work on your strengths and make those positives, minimize your weaknesses, and attack the other team's weaknesses. You know, so you try to figure out each week, game to game, and then you try to look where your strengths are. And, and you want to find out how you're going to win that game. And, you know, some of the games last year going in, um, we felt like, uh, um, you know, we could run Cepho and run um, Phillip Moore and – and help our defense out, and we thought that we could hold the teams and, and win that way instead of getting an open type thing. And then we felt some other games we were going to have to be wide open because of what we felt like their strengths were on our weaknesses. So um, as we've looked at this game, we have a strategy aside that we want to do, and uh, we'll go with that. So, um, but yeah, our, our main strength going in, I, everybody would, I think everybody in the country would know, it would be our offense and and how we feel like we have a good experience there, and I feel like we have a good defense. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see how all that works out. Is there any way this game is an issue out? Um, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, uh, sometimes you expect a shootout, and then everybody's disappointed it's 7-3 to three or something. Um, and, uh, um, but I think both teams have uh, really good players um, that can make plays, and I think both teams have good defensive players. I think it's just two good football teams. And, when, and it seems like in college football when there's two really good teams usually, um, that have good offenses, there's usually quite a few points scored. And that's just the trend in college football now. And I think that's one of the reasons college football is catching on a little bit more because people like to see a few more points. You know, um, the old-fashioned coaches, we kind of like to see 10 to 7 and the toughness and everybody go, that was boring, but it was a good football game. Um, but I think that um, with these offenses and what's going on and the way people use the clock and spread the field and the more plays, you got more opportunities to score. Um, and the way they're playing faster now, that would give them more opportunities to play offensive plays. So it I could be some points on the board for sure. Coach, when you have the seniors over to your house to pick out the uniform combinations for the year, how lively does that discussion get? Can you kind of take <laughs> us into that process? Yeah. Um, you know, if you think about kids, anybody that has kids from 5 to 16 or 17, let's just use that, 
and or you have grandkids and they have Xbox or they got all that. What's the first thing they do when they put on a team? A basketball team, a football team? They sit there for 20 minutes and they design uniforms. Think about it. They design uniforms, they design the stadium, they design the fields. So kids are into that. And so when we have the guys over, we lay out all the uniforms on our pool table all over the place and and all we have every different gloves, shoes, accessories. I said, what happened to when I played? You got two pairs of shoes, you better take care of your game shoes. And you got two jerseys you're going to wear in a way in a home, you know, and uh, you wear the same pants. And, but that's not the way it is anymore. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They mix and match. Say, why don't we put these tights with this and these gloves with this and this helmet with this. And, um, so it's pretty fun. And they want to know what the other team's probably going to wear to see how it matches. I was teasing you, kind of like a, kind of like a woman going to a cocktail party. She's going to wear the same dress as me. I can't wear that. They're going to have the same dress on. You know how that goes. So, uh, um, so it, it, it is a lot of fun. And uh, we en- I enjoy doing that with them, and I think they enjoy it. Talk a little bit about that relationship with Nike and just what that does for your program. Yeah, the relationship with Nike is awesome. Um, you know, there's all different ones now. Everybody has different um, apparel t- things, but Nike's been a, a, a great thing for Colorado. I, I believe, Dave, were we the f- second school to ever be a, a Nike? Uh, First or second? Yeah, I think Michigan may have beat us back in 85. But we're right in there. So we're one of the first charter members. The cool thing about being a charter member is we get to experiment with some stuff. So we wear some stuff earlier than's out there. And um, so we get a few things, um, different shoes sometimes, different gloves, different things. So that makes it pretty special. So, uh, yeah, we like that. Coach, you guys have uh, about a handful of kids from the Houston area. Yeah. Have you... uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've talked to to all of to to them. Um, right now, the where some of our kids are from and the situation that we have, they're not in the flood area, but they're being affected by it. Like one of them's uh, um, Javier's was telling me this morning that the other night his the shingles on the roof blew off, and now the rain's dripping down through one through the roof, and now the hole's getting bigger. They can't get people out to fix it, so you have things like that. But luckily, nobody's in harm's way. Um, you know, of course, we recruit down there, so there's some kids that we are recruiting um, that we've been texting and everything, making sure they're okay, and some of those are affected pretty good. I think one player on your defense that a lot of fans are anxious to watch play on Friday is Evan, formerly White, now yes. Worthington. Um, I guess so just talk, talk, yeah, talk about your expectations of Evan because ah. he was an interesting story. He was here, he left, yeah. now he's back under a new name. And yeah, um, Evan is the to me, the uh, typical teenager. You know, they come in um, and they're not quite ready for college. And so he took a semester off and uh, kind of look life in the eye, you know, like we all have to do it sometimes in our lives. And uh, I see a new guy, you know, his family went through a tough situation. As you can tell, he's changed his name um, back to his birth name. And uh, so that's really been neat for him. Um, and, and for his mom and grandparents and everybody, and um, so I've seen a, I've seen a new Evan. I always saw a great athlete, but I've seen a new focused, not taking life for granted, understanding what life's going to be all about. And so he had that aha moment. You know, I wish I would have had my aha moment when I was 19. Most of us have it when we're like 28 or 27. Or Platy, you had yours yet? Your aha moment. Tomorrow. So tomorrow. <laughs> so I think that that's. Um, uh, you know, one of the great things about one of the things I truly love about coaching um, college football 
is doing that. Because we've all been knuckleheads at times, and when you see a guy realize not to be a knucklehead anymore and kind of go, um, that's, a, that's a neat moment in life, and that's what I've seen with Evan. And I can't wait to see him on the field because he is fast, he's big, he's athletic, he can make plays. Y'all going to go, woo, there goes six. Uh, he might even remind you of Cheeto. He's just so fast and so athletic. He's just kind of got it now. Anything else for Coach? Hey, I've got a couple things I want to mention real quick. Um, uh, you know, I don't know if you all know the Sean Davies family, um, but uh, they had a young boy. Uh, he's a, a professor in finance here. Had a boy 24 months of old that died in his sleep about two weeks, two, three weeks ago. And uh, the day, two days before, they were at our scrimmage, and they were playing with our players. And, um, and so then – they came to one of our practices, and our kids went over and hugged them and were there. They, and it's just been amazing. So just remember the Sean Davies family in your prayers, please. And then one other thing that was really unique that's, that's happened, and I'm going to mispronounce this name, but I want to make sure I get it out there. Um, it's K-A-L-E-P-O-N-A-O-T-A-L-A, Kalipo Natalo. Um, he's a defensive tackle that plays at Hawaii. Um, and this summer... Um, they went out diving, and he dove and hit his neck wrong. And he's now paralyzed, but he's fighting it like crazy. But they shipped him to here in Denver um, at its um, Craig's, Craig's Hospital. So two Sundays ago when we had a break, uh, me and the guys from the island went by and visited him. And uh, now he's moving his arm, and he has great spirits, and uh, we've been able to work it out that we can bring him to the game um, on um, uh, he's going to come to the game Friday Friday night, and um, so it made all our guys realize how special life is. And so just remain, remember um, the Calipo uh, uh, also in your prayers. Those are two things that have hit home with our players um, that have um, that are tough in life, but also have shown our guys what really matters. If we get ready for this game, it's important. But there are a lot of other things more important, and those are two stories that will be happening at the game. Because they'll be at the game, the Davies family will, and the um, Calippo and his family. So uh, it's a pretty neat deal and uh, really, really tough. But at the same time, it shows you kind of how teams, athletics, people kind of rooting for something and uh, being part of something kind of helps you. One of the things about sports kind of takes you away from some of the tough things in life and kind of makes you kind of be able to drive into it and escape for a minute and have something um, like that um, and uh, – um, I just want, I've been thinking about those, those guys, those people for a lot and uh, um, just special. So just wanted y'all to know that and, and re kind of remember them in your prayers. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Check, check. Opening statement. Well, shout out. Shout out Brett Tons, Casey Marsberry, Goats on the team. Also Shea Fields, baby goat. <laughs> shout out Raymond Montez back home, keep balling. Good luck Thursday versus Mayfield away. Curious, yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, well, just questions for uh, quarterback Stephen Montes. Don't be afraid. Tommy. <laughs> Stephen, you guys have been practicing all fall. Now it's a game week. <clears throat> you have a good idea of what you have as a team. Obviously, fans haven't really been able to see, but how many unknowns are there in your mind? entering game one about your 
Um, to be honest, right now, there shouldn't be too many unknowns, actually. We should go in and play very solid, both as an offense and a defense, and I expect us to come together and look very well on Friday. Steven, main takeaways after watching Colorado State's defense against Oregon State? Um, I don't want to give you too much of the game plan, but, I mean, we, we, do, we definitely can do some stuff with our receivers and our run game that can, uh, that can hurt the, the Rams' defense a lot. I think that there's, a, there's a lot of... Uh, Weaknesses in that defense, and uh, we're going to try to exploit them best we can. Steve, would you feel like you're taking over? I mean, do you feel like a, a first-year starter, or do you feel like your experience kind of gets you past that mentality? Yeah, I feel like I'm already past the first-year starter kind of thing, especially with the experience that I got last year. Um, especially in the big games that I played last year as well. I mean, not to say that this isn't also going to be another great time this year for experience for me and just to get better as a quarterback and get better as a player. But I think I've definitely got past those kind of first start jitters and all that. Steven, I think most people look at this football game on Friday and expect to see a shootout. Back in 2003, the teams played a 42-35 game. I think people expect something like that. Is that what you expect out of this game? Um, I mean, I don't know if I expect a shootout. I expect us to score a lot of points. I, I couldn't tell you what CSU is going to do on offense, to be honest, but I expect us to put up a lot of points. Anybody got anything else for Steven? How how good the chemistry come between you and your receivers as opposed to even at the end of last year? Um, I think it's really good. I think we kind of we took that chemistry that we had last year and we kind of built on it in the spring and then also in fall camp, so it's just gotten stronger, I think. I mean, me, Shay, Bobo, Devin, J-Mac, Juwan, KB, all of us, we kind of understand. Even the younger guys, KD and Visca as well, and Lee Walker, we kind of understand what each other's thinking, if that makes sense. We kind of know we're on the same page uh, most of the time. So I think that's going to help us out a lot when it comes to game time. Last year was the first year of that up-tempo offense that, that, that Shed tried to bring in. They tried to yeah, definitely, definitely. I think the fast-paced uh, style that we like to play, I think it helps us a lot, and I think the offense has just gotten used to it as Chev's been here. And I think uh, Lingren also tried to run some of that fast-paced offense before Chev was here, so but we've already kind of seen it. So I, a ton of help, ton of help. He helps. He's pretty much he changed my my base. When I first got in here, I was standing up tall, and balls were sailing on me. Balls were just going into the ground, wasn't throwing very well. Um, he tweaked a lot of stuff in my base, a lot of stuff just on my releasing of the ball, and uh, the ball's been coming out very well. It's been coming out with a lot of pace on it, so it looks good. Steve, you have three seniors on the offensive line. Can you talk about the two sophomores? and They play next to each other, and they talk about how they feel like they've gotten more comfortable going into kind of their, their second year together. I know Aaron was just kind of a part-time starter, but... What, have you seen a difference in that, in that duo right there? Yeah, definitely. I think Aaron and Tim made really, really great strides, uh, especially in fall camp, just getting better. And then off, obviously with the entire offensive line as a unit, they've gotten really strong together. I think this is probably the best the best CU offensive line has been in a while, at least since, or at least since I've been here for sure. And then we've also got some younger guys that are also going to be very good in the future as well, guys like Brett Tons, uh, Will, Sherman, and then we got some other dudes that can play play as well up front. Rory, guy from Texas, how big a rivalry is this, if at all? Um, I mean, 
I hate to look at that part of the game, just the rivalry stuff. I mean, it's in-state. Yeah, it's a big game. Um, but, I mean, it's just another game. Just another game that we need to go win, to be honest. It's not really a... There's not really any extra pressure with this being in-state. Just different colors that they're wearing. Were you impressed or surprised by CSU beating Oregon State by 31 points? Um, I mean, I, I watched that game, and CSU looked pretty good. Uh, Oregon State struggled a little bit. But, I mean, um, they, yeah, sure, they looked they look pretty good. They looked pretty good on offense. They looked pretty good on defense. They were doing some things that were working. So, um, hopefully on Friday we just do more things that work than they do. Thank you, Steven. All right. Thanks, Steven. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Steven. Yeah. So we got uh, senior safety of Team Captain Afalabi Laguda. We'll go straight to questions for Afalabi. Afalabi, uh, just uh, your impressions of watching, whether it was the game on Saturday with CFCU or the film you, you saw later, just your impressions of the Rams and did their performance impress you, surprise you? Uh, it definitely surprised me. I think they're a great team. Um, I think they have the capability to definitely win the Mountain West, the division that they're in. They were very prepared for a, a season opener, so I definitely think it woke us up. It woke our coaches up, it woke our players up, and we had to step our game to the next level. Um, you can't really make up for it. You just got to keep moving forward. Just keep playing and try to bring the young guys up. Bring the guys that you already have in the program that got to see what those guys were successful with that got them to the league. So we're not really going to move forward. We're just going to rebuild and revamp and retool. Talk a little bit about what you feel the strengths of this year's defense are. Say again, sir? A little bit of the strengths of this year's defense. And I think we're a quicker D. I think we have a lot more speed in different positions, especially up front. We have a quicker D line, um, just all across the board. Uh, we have a great athlete, a Jack linebacker, and Drew Lewis, who can fly around, kind of runs around like a DB, but he's built like a linebacker. Um, so I definitely think we're a faster D. We can get sideline to sideline quicker. Obviously, you guys shut down the quarterback and, and their offense as a whole last year. Watching that game and watching film on them, what do you see that's different from them um, compared to this time a year ago? Um, they kind of really just do the same thing that they always do. Um, Mike Bobo is a great coach. He kind of gets them ready to play. Um, it's just really about us and executing our game plan to shut down what they are going to throw at us. Well, they seem to have gone a little more, bit more up-tempo this, uh, this year a little bit. Uh, does that help having played against that in, in your practices every day? Uh, definitely. Uh, definitely. Our offense is a great up-tempo team. They play very fast. They play very swift. We have a lot of speed across the board on off our offense, so I think it will translate for us as a defense to the game. What do you Obviously, you, know, you guys uh, like the, the talent you have on your defense and the athleticism, but when you look at guys like Cheeto and like Kenneth Olabody and they brought – so much experience and, and that knowledge and the, um, you know, Ted was just talking about how, how much Cheeto would study film. Do you guys have that? And how do you how do you kind of replace that and the, just the game knowledge that you have, the in-game knowledge that you have, 
Oh uh, man, we all know like Cheeto Bay is he's irreplaceable. That was a special guy. He lit up a room, lit up things on the field, so he's irreplaceable. But we have guys that study film rigorously. Uh, Rick Gamboa, film room junkie. He knows the ins and outs of this defense. He knows how to get guys lined up. So um, I don't think we can replace guys like that. Like I said before, we just got to revamp and retool, bring the next guy up, teach him how to watch film like Cheeto did. You know, Cheeto kind of taught us in that DB room where our eyes should be, where our key should be. So that kind of translated to this year. So when we watch film as a group, you know, it's not just Cheeto leading it. It's a, it's a group of guys, a collective group, like Isaiah Oliver, Ryan Muller, myself. We all see something in particular, and we speak on it as a group. What do you think or say when people say that this game's probably going to be a shootout? They saw CSU put up 58 points on Saturday. They know you have such a high-powered returning offense. I think a lot of people expect this game to be a high score. <coughs> what, what do you say to that? Um, I don't care if we went by 31 or three points. As long as we get a win, it won't bother me. The comments don't really bother me. Only thing that really bothers me is winning and losing at the end of the day. You talked about some of the new faces uh, we'll see on the defense. On the field this week, there was also a lot of turnover on the defensive coaching staff uh, since last season. you feel like everyone's on the same page and kind of tuned in to what the coach's expectations are, all your, your, your calls on the field, everything like that? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I just kind of think faces may change, but expectations never do. Our expectations are high. And we're definitely ready to go. Our coaches are on board, and we're on board with our coaching staff. You know, they're going to lead, and we're going to follow right behind them, and we're going to go to war together. Talk a little bit about one of the guys that you play next to. You played with him before he's played some here, but Isaiah Oliver's getting a lot of preseason recognition for what he's doing in camp. You want to just kind of talk about his strengths and maybe what he brings to the table that makes him special? That's a long corner, physical corner, special. We don't really see many corners that are 6'2 that can run like the wind. Are agile, he's lengthy, so I definitely think he'll be a pest for opposing receivers all season. Um, he's smart. We definitely talk football with each other. Um, I know I can trust him. I know sometimes I can shade away from him. I know I can leave him out there on the island by himself. So I think definitely Isaiah is he's well advertised and he'll definitely meet the expectations. It's all for him. Any other questions?